You've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun Show. This is episode 458, and I'm fresh. Well, not so fresh. Back from the SHOT Show 2016. Going to tell you about that. 2AO and Michael J. Woodland tries his hand at interviewing and gives me a break for this week as I recoup from miles and miles of walking in Vegas. All this and more coming up next. Welcome to the Black Man with a Gun Show, produced by the Blanchard Media Group, sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters and amazing patrons like you. To you on a dusty road, good loving, I got a truckload, and when you get it, you got something, so don't worry, cause I'm coming, I'm a soul man. I'm a soul man. I'm a soul man. I'm a soul man. This program has been providing information, inspiration, entertainment since 2007. And I'm your host, Reverend Ken Blanchard. And after John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance, we're going to continue with the Black Man with a Gun Show. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, like I said, I am fresh back, just newly back from the SHOT Show 2016, and that is the shooting, hunting an outdoor trade show that is held every year. It has been for a while at the Sands Expo Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a big deal in the shooting community. It's sponsored and owned by the National Sports Shooting Foundation. It's a trade association, and that means it's really only for the industry. And on that Monday before the Martin Luther King Day holiday, they have a media day at the range, which It's a coveted spot because everybody wants to go there and shoot free stuff, see all the cool guns, and more than just look at them like you can at the NRA annual meeting. You get to shoot these things if you're a part of the media. According to the SHOT Show, there's like 2,500 people that show up at this thing, and it's for real. It's a huge range called uh, Nevada's Boulder City Gun Club, I believe it is, and uh Oh, Boulder City Rifle and Pistol Club. There we go. Get my notes right. And I did shoot some cool stuff. But I also, the biggest thing for me when I get out of the house is to meet you, is to meet the people who make it worth it, the people who I got a hug. I could almost call this show Free Hugs because I sort of seemed like I was doing. I reached that point in my life where I really want to reach out and touch somebody. I really want to just say hi and thank you and And thank you for being here with me. And I did that a lot in the last couple of days. I'll talk about that in a minute. Some of the cool stuff I saw, lots of shotguns. Lots of really funky shotguns. Shotguns that were semi-automatic looking or pump action that were belonged in movies. Quite a few movie guns out there. 
There's a UTAS, U-T-A-S shotgun that I kind of liked. Might try to get that one. Ran into Rob Pincus out there, and he showed me a prototype of a pistol that he was putting together. Wow. It's kind of like a, a car arms mixed with a Browning High Power. Mixed with maybe a Sigma. It's, uh, it's got a couple of different things to it. Really flat, really low profile. I got a chance to touch the profile. I mean the uh, prototype. Saw Michael Bain out there. Got a nice picture. Um, hung out with the Gunny from Glock. Uh, this just was a good time. Big John and uh, his dad, Hickok45, were out there. Those are two tall brothers. A host of shooters from around the country. Uh, my friends, uh, Jason and Barbara Baird, were out there. And it's family for me. Makes a difference. This was the 37th annual SHOT Show, believe it or not. And probably about the, maybe the fifth that I've been to. It's been in Las Vegas like 16 times, and that's probably the best place for it. I'm not a fan of Vegas, though. It's getting dirtier and nastier every year. But the SHOT Show itself, the Sands Convention Center, holds like 630 square feet of space, like 13 acres. And think about all that with guns, hunting stuff, shooting stuff, and people pretty cool and it was like the united nations there's like a hundred companies a hundred countries out there from all over you could walk down an aisle and you'll hear hangul you'll hear french you'll hear spanish you'll hear chinese i mean it's just amazing if you want to see some of my photos you can go to my facebook page at ken blanchard and you'll find it there but i got there because of help from you those who bought my patches early who helped me on that gofundme campaign you allowed me to get there why was it I was so pressed to get there this year? Well, there's a new group now I belong to now called 2AO.org. That's the Second Amendment Organization. It's a new group. It's only less than two years old. And they are eschewing, promoting all the stuff that I've been trying to do for the last 25 years. Grow the right to keep and bear arms in non-traditional America. Trying to get more Fingers on triggers. More people at the range. Trying to educate more people. Trying to inspire more people. Trying to engage more people that don't look like those folks you see at the NRA annual meeting. You know what I'm saying. Same stuff we've been talking about forever. What well, is a group now? This is about eight folks. And I got to hang out with four of them this week. And we were on the cheap, man. Brian Crosswhite and Gary Fox and Chris Pugh, we were hanging out. All like bachelors back in the day. It was like a, like a frat house. Almost. And we suffered with each other through the snores and the sharing of bathrooms and all that stuff that when you get older, it's not so cool anymore. But we had to. We were trying to get the industry, you know, the big names, the folks with the dollars, the folks who are making bank from our community to invest back into a group 
that wasn't one of the three-letter organizations that you're familiar with. We were trying to sell them to do some startup fund to help us get going so that after we got started, we'll, we'll get on our own, but we needed a little help. So we had a, we were running around trying to talk to CEOs of companies, put together a presentation, try to get buy-in from local podcasters and bloggers and all media, doing everything grassroots. Not quite sure we hit our goal yet. The jury is still out on that. So I took the cheapest flight I could find at the last minute, took Virgin American, that's a Interesting airline. Yeah. I think the lady from the crying game was the uh, flight attendant. A lot of Rainbow Coalition stuff going on on that flight. But very high tech, though. Very comfortable. They a la carte like a big dog. If you want a peanut, you're going to pay for it. But if you're not hungry and you don't ask for too much, you can get from point A to point B. You'll find out there's about five more letters between A and B on your way there. If time is in your issue, you'll get there. I flew, for example, from D.C. to Dallas to San Francisco to get to Las Vegas. Yeah. And then coming back, I did this. The uh, Coming back, what did I do? Las Vegas to Dallas to D.C. That was the quickest. But that was at 1.30 in the morning and I got home at about 10.30. Yeah. But I got home before the big blizzard, the uh, snowmageddon is supposed to be coming. So there's going to be a lot of folks who may be listening to my show now that they're on the road coming back home that are stuck in the airport and my hat goes off to you. I shall be praying for you. Keep your cool. Don't lose it. But then again, I got a chance to see um, Julie Gallup got a hug there, and Daniel and Andrea Shaw got a hug there, and John Richardson, and all the Polite Society podcast crew, um, except for Rob. Rob wasn't there. Um, Paul and Susan Lathrop, uh, Mark Walters from Armed American Radio, uh, saw the Knoxes, Chris and Jeff, and I did my rounds. There was a lot of free hugs going on. A lot of swag to be gathered. Um, didn't care too much for it because we were working. 2AO, Second Amendment Organization. Check it out when you get a chance. 2AO.org. It's a nonprofit um, thing that's funded a year ago. The mission is to connect and educate pro Second Amendment businesses around the country. And we're going to do that by creating networks and resources for everybody. Um, I know there's like groups in whole bunch of states, Chicago and Detroit and upper state New York. And you guys don't have money to do too much. 2AO hopes to connect the dots. Give you a little love. That's what we're going to do. So, if you're down with that, let me know. This portion of the show is sponsored by CrossbreedHolsters.com. Crossbreed Holsters has gained national recognition as a maker of the best and most functional concealment holsters available on the market today. Each holster is handcrafted to ensure your firearm is safe and secure while carrying, combined with the best customer service in the industry. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com.
All right, the other cool thing that's about to go down is uh, if you want to get your Black Man with a Gun patch, go to blackmanwithagun.com forward slash patch and check out it right there. The patches are going for $5 a piece and it's all to support the show and my efforts. You know, I talked to about a good 50 or 60 folks at the SHOT Show in the industry that I hope might consider being um, sponsors and advertisers on this show in the future. Made some good contacts, too. Um, there's some folks that actually want me to help them on the radio or just help me with some content here on the podcast. So I see this show as being more than just Ken Blanchard like it used to be when I first started. I wanted to be kind of the anti-Huffington Post. So I'm looking for other bloggers, other speakers, firearms trainers. Send me an email. I will get to you eventually. Right now, everything's up in the air. I'm or out to a nub. But this is going to be an awesome show in the coming year. Why? Because I got you. No doubt about it. Do you want to be amazing? If you want to be thoroughly and highly regarded by me as amazing, be a sponsor of this podcast and my work in the gun community. This show is professionally produced, painstakingly promoted to help all America. It's your choice. You have the power to keep this show going. Go to patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun and make it happen. That's patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun. Help a brother out. Become a sponsor today. All right, next up, Michael J. Woodland is going to help me out and uh, have his hand at interviewing. Michael, you're up, man. Thank you, Ken. And I am Michael Woodland of m-wtactical.com, and we're going to put a spin on the tip segment today. A few months ago, I was privileged to give a class to some interested citizens who wanted to further their knowledge in marksmanship from the referral of my buddy, Michael White, of NH Firearms. Arriving in Huntsville, Alabama back in September 2015 was a pleasant surprise for me in two ways. The satisfaction I received when teaching a class and something I did not expect to take place. At the completion of my class, my buddy Michael White, co-owner of NH Firearms, pulls out of his bag a prototype rifle constructed by his company. After shooting the firearm and being pleased with the performance, I told Michael White and his business partner, AJ, that I would like to get them out to the masses with the Black Man with the Gun podcast. He agreed. Now, take a listen. Tell me, how did the company come about? Well, you know, it's all official. Like, I woke up one day and they said, I'm going to build a rifle. Never built a rifle, didn't know much about, but I was bored and built a rifle, tuned it up, got a lot of good input from friends. And it was well-received from everybody that got their hands on it. And I made some mistakes on it. I, have an engin- I come from an engineering background. I made a few mis- some things I wasn't happy on. And through friends of friends, was able to get a hold of Mike. And he helped with some basic ideas, tune it, and get it in the hands, get some ideas from other people. And from there, we, we generated our, what we call our Model 30 
And um, that's pretty much it. I wish it was something fancy and far more exciting, but that's as basic as it gets. <laughs> well, the, the beginning phase was pretty much somewhat dry, but I guess the marketing aspect of how we started putting everything together, that would probably been the more entertaining and fun part. Would you agree on that, AJ? Just a I do. My head's boring. <laughs> well, just the people that were meeting along this ride and the personalities, it's been great. Uh, like I said, it, it started off as a, a mutual friend, and with my background, I've been seeing people calling me up and asking me about this, this, and this. I'm like, that won't work, that won't work. And then I spent about five minutes initially talking with AJ. I'm like, this guy, he's on to something, and he's got his ducks in a row. All the research on that, and I'm on board, you know, tell me where I sign up, and that's history. <laughs> that's cool. Um, of course, you know, a few months ago, um, I came up there to where Mike lives in um, Huntsville, Alabama, that area, and I was given a, a shooting class, and Mike introduced me to the Model 30, and when I actually shot it, I was impressed by it, and I was telling Mike um, a few things I would do differently as far as what I would like to see on it from a consumer standpoint of somebody who's an avid shooter. Um how has other people impacted your product versus as their input? Well, that's fairly easy. Like, um, like I said, I don't come from a shooting background. I am not a shooter. I like, overall, I like to build things. And so I built what I thought was a good idea. Um, Mike got a hold of it and some other uh, people I live in uh just outside of Clarksville. So I have access to a lot of really talented people coming out of Fort Campbell. So taking some of their input, I've made design changes and we've come down to being able to refine the two different models, the one and the 30, quite a bit better just on customer input and then a potential customer input. And then where we go from there is because everything we're, we're anticipating is very, very low volume, it gives us a, a lot more flexibility to add to it. If somebody wanted a different length of pull because of arm length, we have the ability to make that adjustment. It's not an off-the-shelf, I want, this is the rifle that I'm selling, and if you want anything else and you have to do it, you, you have to go out and buy it and aftermarket yourself. So what I thought were techniques that just seemed logical in for manipulation of the controls not weren't necessarily. So the uh, input from everybody that we've got has been greatly, greatly appreciated. You know, I'm not a subject matter expert. I just build the things. So that's where Mike came in and was able to relay all that information. Well, also, to give you a perfect example, uh, getting some of the background of the shooters or those who have been in infantry, law enforcement. Obviously, the rifles we're designing, we're trying to put those in the hands of those people to make their job easier. You know where I'm coming from on this, but we've had input from Colton Smith, uh, John Lincoln, uh, yourself, 
very real respected people that have operated in these high capacity situations or are trained the best of the best. And when you came up the shot, the AJ won that day, uh, the product I say would speak for itself because I know that with your body style, Michael, that you prefer a longer rifle. And on morning, you had your differences about the short barrel rifles and so forth. And when you picked up the product, you shot it. And I still have your reaction on video. You're like, I love it. Now, at the time, we had the, I think, the SIG brace on it. And with your input, those people who prefer a little longer length in their rifles, we went to a different type of uh, stock. I think it was the SOCOM folding stock. Is that correct, AJ? Correct. And that gives an extra length. So for preferred shooters who like the longer overall length and so forth, it gives them a little more flexibility and options. So like I said, we're trying to listen to the customers. Everybody shoots differently. And as AJ said, we're trying to build it pretty much to fit their shooting needs. Oh, yeah. Because, like I said, I remember a few months ago when we went up there, we gave the class. And, of course, after we gave the class and everybody was dispersing, you pulled it out. And, of course, you know, me and Colton had already talked about it. But when me and Colton was talking about it, the only thing he told me was, like, this gun is lovely. I got to have one. So I was like, well, I'll get my day at it. But then when I was sitting there talking to you when I first seen it, I was like, well, you know, like I'm six foot five, so my arms are way longer, and I don't like them compact in, you know, but, you know, being in the military doing close quarter stuff, you know, I can't see where this product, you know, can fill a void. But I was being honest when I told you I loved it and I had a blast shooting it. Oh, it was beautiful watching you kick it up. And when you're shooting the gong target, he was making that thing sing. And like I said, it, it, it's designed to this job, and you handled it very well. So it's great to see professional shooters pick it up and adapt and see the product in action. It's just a lovely sight. And I've been able to get around and put it in various different people's hands and see it. But the true testimony when AJ was able to get in on that the other day when we had some of the Hopkinsville Police Department and some of the ODA guys from uh, 5th Group of Fort Campbell come out and do a shoot. They tried the AJ-130, and it's just a beautiful thing watching people's reactions. And I mean, what were your thoughts on that, AJ? Um, that was my first time experiencing with professional shooters. Uh, my whole function was just to put rounds down range just to attempt to make it fail. That was my whole goal. I want to shoot it and I want to break it. So far, I've been unsuccessful in that event, in that endeavor, but I'm working on it. Um, but watching how people handle it and watching the difference in shooting styles, um, maybe I was a touch more analytical than I should have been, but watching the different shooting styles has given me some insight as to how I'm going to proceed with in, in the near future, uh, like I said, it's just the, the marketing piece is all new to me. I just build the things. Uh, the Watching people shoot and going, well, 
I never would have thought about that or I've never thought about that. Try to make things versatile, but not a one thing does everything kind of firearm. It just it doesn't seem to work. No one tool does every single thing. So this is a little more specialized for its for its application. Yeah, like I said, I was very much um, impressed by it. But now let me ask you this: um, the name of your company and what sets your company apart from companies that are already well established, Bushmaster, Colt, and then of course we already know what took place with Sag Arms. So how can you feel your company will fill that void? Well, as far as filling the void goes, I don't see... Stag Arms made a wonderful product. They were spot on in their target market. They produced good quality, reasonable quality AR-15 and AR-style rifles. Well, that was all fine and good, and what you would do is what a lot of people do is they buy it, and that's as much as they ever did with it, or they'd buy it and they'd accessorize it without actually breaking down and changing fit, form, and function. This is more specialized uh, than pretty much everything that I've been working on here, or we've been working on together, has been for the close quarters environment. And with the changing face of urban warfare, having downsizing a, a rifle in barrel length without taking into consideration velocity loss and terminal ballistics and all the stuff that I bore people with when I talk to them. Uh, this is a more effective firearm for the range, for the ranges that a lot of people operate in. The operating system on the Model 30 is quite a bit different than the direct gas system that most people are familiar with uh, without giving away much on the inside of it currently, it just operates differently. It operates smoother. The designs are not mission specific. You don't just pick it up for one job, but it fits a role that operators, when weight and length and size are all considerations, when you can get more effective performance out of a nine inch barrel instead of lugging around, you know, an additional seven inches of barrel length and shorting it up and being able to operate it better. That's the whole market. That's our, that's where we're looking to, to fill that need. Well, like I said, awesome. I'm, I'm, sold, I'm sold on the product. I can tell you that. So whenever it starts, you know, I'm going to be the first in line. But what were you about to say, Mike? Well, uh, no, I just say upon that, you asked, you know, what sets us apart already. I think the way we engage the potential clients uh, and how we treated people already, just the customer service before we actually truly launched has really set us apart. Even now, with all the current ATF laws that's changing going on, and we could actually push our systems onto people, but we're, we're giving them straight up. There's a few challenges. Because in the next six months, again, Big Brother always wants to keep changing the rules and regulations, how we play uh, for the responsible people. And then we sat down and AJ, myself, we've been trying to develop plans to get the systems into the people's hands 
without having any later repercussions from ATF standards because we believe in the product. We see it. We want people to have the product, but we don't want to be a company that pushes it on there and there's no return back. Uh, you mentioned like Stag Arms going out of business. One thing I did really enjoy about Stag, uh, I do have a Stag firearm. Their customer service was great, but apparently they failed to do, you know, some of those ATF standards. That's why they're closing down. And we want that repeat business. We want that reputation of, hey, man, these guys are awesome. And then that's the direction I think we want because without the customers, there's no loss, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so if anybody wanted to contact you, um, how can they reach you? Currently, the what? best way is to get in touch with Mike. He's working on a Facebook page. We're still super preliminary, but all contact and questions pretty much get directed to Mike, and he is able to convert the language from professional shooter language to something that I understand. <laughs> yeah, and that's been funny because uh, in the shoots that we've been together, we've always been labeled as the Marines and the Brawn. Obviously, AJ is the Brain, and <laughs> I've been called the Brawn. It, it, like I said, it's been a very fun ride, and uh, anybody's interested in products, uh, they can get with me on Facebook, uh, usually through uh, your website. They can contact you through the MW Capital site and we can start getting those interest letters in and generating uh, a supply for the demand and go from there. And as AJ said, I'm building a Facebook page. We're getting some professional pictures up, getting them made, and we're trying to do it right. And that being said, you asked over about our name. I thought that was a, a true adventure. Uh, <laughs> we had the perfect name picked out, and we tried to get it set up for our, our business for the LLC and some other guy had the original name we wanted and I'm like, man, I need to go up and take a lead pipe to him just to change the name because we researched so much. But it, it's it's been fun that the name the company we set it on NH Firearms. Okay. Cool. All right, so here's the last question I have for you guys. Sure. If we were sitting here a year from now, celebrating what a great year has been for the company. What did you two achieve together for this celebration? Well, that's a good question. I'll let you take this if, first, AJ. Yeah. If we can get through all the zoning, licensing, insurancing, and all the paperwork portion of it, what I would really like to think is that we're able to put a superior firearm in the hands of professionals with managing needs in customer service where advertising needs to be at a minimum. Some of the, some of the bigger companies out there that produce phenomenal firearms, you don't see them having to do a lot of advertising. They, they, it's based on you get a little initial push and the momentum builds. I want to be known for, you know, somebody calls up and says, hey, we need 
something to do this. This is the job we needed to do. This is go do it and be able to manage people's specific needs. Building the firearm itself is relatively easy in the big picture, but I want to, I'd like to be going, we've made people happy. We've saved lives. We've done, we've done our job. Yeah, I agree with a those, those philosophies. Uh, one, like a AJ alluded to, that I think the greatest success would be pushing through all the paperwork <laughs> and actually get everything established accordingly so that we can provide those customer needs. AJ, his civilian job, he's a flight medic. I've got 19 years in service, uh, been in law enforcement, correctional officer. I've been in those positions where I need a good product. And like you said, the tools you have for your trade help save lives, help you do your job, help you be a better professional. And we want to put a good tool in these various law enforcement, uh, ODA operators, the Ranger Battalion, all these special operation guys to save lives. Uh, just like AJ was talking about earlier, he wouldn't get into the specifics of design, but uh, we also looked into, you know, putting it in the right hands of civilians as well that they can enjoy it too. But again, the way everything's designed, we want to get that feedback like, oh, this is a great product. We want word of mouth passing on these people. I think that would be our biggest success knowing that we put something out and everybody is like, that's great. And just talking about us without all the over-advertising, over-marketing aspect. Okay. Well, like I said, I do appreciate you guys' time. And um, you do have a fantastic product. And I'm ready for everybody else to experience what I experienced. But at the same time, like I said, if anybody is looking to reach these guys at NH Firearms, you can go to m-wtactical.com. Hit me up on the contact page. Hit me up on my Facebook page, and I will pass the message on, and then they will be contacting me. Once again, thank Mark, you, guys, and um, any, any last words you have to say? Uh, thank, thank you. you I really time, appreciate your time and reviewing on this. I, I really, it's, it's, it's pretty important to me that we make a good showing, but we really appreciate everybody that's helping out across the board and being on podcast and you helping to promote us it's just one step closer to where we're trying to go we couldn't do it without all the help we're getting yeah that's all i can say is thank you michael your time and giving us this platform to put our product out and obviously we'll be in future contact because when we start doing some commercials we need some high speed shit or so you know as i phone ready no you know i'll be there <laughs> yes sir i appreciate it Alrighty, so once again, I do thank you, and everybody else, y'all look out for NH Firearms and wait for their products to hit the market. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next week as we tackle another area of marksmanship. Visit us on Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical in the search bar, on Twitter at MJ Woodland, and Instagram screen name MJ Woodland. Let us know what questions you may have. If you would like for me to come to your area and teach the techniques I talk about on this show, visit us at m-wtactical.com 
and look for our course descriptions and send a note from our Contact Us page. Or call me at 803-250-1256 and tell me what you are seeking, and let's get you and your group trained. Until next week, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun. Back to you, Ken. Is the cost of ammo bringing you down? Are you ready to have fun with your firearm again? If you need ammo, your friend and brother from a different mother has the answer. LuckyGunner.com Good prices. LuckyGunner.com If your time is valuable, LuckyGunner.com Order your ammo today. LuckyGunner.com Where you won't waste your time and the shipping is fast. It's 110% guaranteed. LuckyGunner.com Do you carry a concealed firearm for self-defense? Are you prepared to survive prosecution by the criminal justice system? Join the Armed Citizen Legal Defense Network and find out how. You'll get legal help plus a series of educational DVDs and a 235-page book to keep you informed. For details, go to armedcitizensnetwork.org. That's armedcitizensnetwork.org. All right, I'm going to wrap this up for today. I want to thank Michael J. Woodland for his contribution for this week. I want to thank all those folks who thought it not robbery to give your friend and your brother a shout-out, a hug, a friendly smile, um, and to encourage me. For all those who bought the patches, yours are on the way. Yeah. You know, my life is full of unlimited possibilities, and I know I'm not the only one. I'm realizing every day that life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Albert Einstein said that. All right, by this time next week, we should be ready for another episode, and it's going to be awesome. I have something positive to share with you. I absolutely guarantee it. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email to blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Sign up for my list of friends on blackmanwithagun.com. There's a spot on the far right-hand side. Check out the thing for the patch for to be a Patreon subscriber. I'll call you amazing if you do so. Life is short. Break the rules. Forgive quickly. Kiss slowly. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably. And never forget. Never regret anything you that made you smile. That means it's time to go. I want to thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to this week's show. If I said something that made sense to you, feel free to share it with a friend. And if I didn't, or you have something to share with me, send me an email to blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. You can find all my links on social media at blackmanwithagun.com or blanchardmediagroup.com. And just in case nobody has told you this week, I love you. And it's not a darn thing you can do about it. This is your friend and brother from another mother, Ken Blanchard. Shalom, baby.